Hello, my friends. Today I'm going to talk about harnessing your strength. Now, every day we wake up, we are faced with choices, bombarded with facts, and scared witless with predictions. It's not easy to stay true to our commitments, our visions, and our dreams. We have the voices from our past reminding us how ridiculously we have failed, or how badly we handled an opportunity, or how right our mother was when she said, it will end in tears. However, every morning we wake up, there is one thing which more often than not we fail to grasp. We have a blank canvas. Dawn has broken on a day where no one else has yet spoken, no right or wrong action has been taken, and no dream has yet been shattered. So, what will it be then? How do we win this? How do we stop the slippery slide downwards into continuous gloom, depression, misgivings, and that recurring story in our heads? We have got to rewrite our own story. No one is going to do it for us. We have got to decide that this is a new day. And you are allowed to stop at any time in any day, may I say. It's just that it's easier to do it first thing in the morning before everything else comes crowding in. So like I said, you stop. You might have to shout out loud to yourself to make yourself listen because if you're not prepared to listen to yourself why should anyone else also it is a fact that you cannot think a negative thought and speak a positive or uplifting statement at the same time so here's a strategy we are going to drown those negative thoughts with positive words i suggest you grab an inspirational book My first morning book is the Bible. And I go to the verses and that tell me how amazing I am and all God's promises for my life. Yours might be a self-help book or a motivational piece. Whatever your go-to for inspiration, please go to it first thing. I suggest you read it out loud to drown out negative thoughts. The next thing I suggest is that you remind yourself of the past. What? I thought that's the worst thing to do, Bernie. I can hear you say. But here's the thing. It's not remembering the past that is the problem. It's how we remember it. What do I mean? Okay. So you had a bad experience and you lost everything. Maybe someone was dishonest and betrayed your trust. 
Now, I do not know your particular story, and some situations may still be ongoing whilst some are long gone. I'm talking about the long gone situations, the ones gone long enough for you to look back and think, wow, I remember when I thought I could never, ever get over that loss or that very bad situation or that those incredibly harsh words that were spoken to me but now I'm glad it's gone as I could not have done X or Y whatever that thing might be that you've achieved since or met him or her can anyone else relate I implore you Start rewriting your story to yourself first. Highlighting the overcoming bits. Recount how you won in the end. Write it down. Journal. Celebrate your strength and the fact that you are still here. Another incredible way to feel positive and develop winning attitudes is to be an encourager yourself. Now tell me, can you effectively cheer up someone else, give them hope and pass on motivational advice and still remain sad yourself? Impossible. So how about taking the focus off ourselves? Let's forget for a minute what we want, what we do not have, and what they did to us. Then ask yourself, I wonder how X or Y, Mary, Jane, whoever, are doing. He or she did mention that they were struggling recently. Let me see if I can introduce them to someone to help them with their business. Maybe I could write them a review on social media. Or just reach out and say, I'm here for a coffee if you need me. I guarantee you that if you practice these ways of being, you will be surprised how quickly you start to have a renewed hope and direction. On another note, a surefire way to ignite inner strength and a sense of purpose is to have a clearly defined hope and vision. You encourage yourself by looking at how many challenges you have risen above and then you focus yourself by fixing your sight unwaveringly in the direction of your dreams. Now, in order to focus your mind, you have got to write the vision down. Get a vision board going if you are a more visual person. Otherwise, get those dreams out of your head and into clear, structured, written plans with short-term and attainable bite-sized goals. And finally, get some tried and tested old friends involved in your journey wire and set up accountability partners offer to be one for others 
There is the old saying, there's safety in numbers. There's also strength in numbers. It is good to be at peace in our own company and to be comfortable with solitude. However, self-isolation is unhealthy, crippling, and it diminishes us. Friends, I know I've shared quite a bit and I might seem like I believe I have all the answers. Honestly, I do not. But what I do have is a resume that reads of numerous losses, challenges, setbacks, and grief. I have fallen and gotten up countless times, and therefore I am confident that I am supremely qualified to share some tips on developing inner strength to win in life and in these times. Now I'll share one of those experiences with you. And that is something I don't share. I don't think I've ever shared um, publicly before. But in 2006, I moved from Bradford to Wales. And I was recently married. And it was almost a year of marriage when we moved down. I had also moved down to a new role in a city centre, solicitors. Now what happened is, within the first month of assuming that role, two significant things happened. And it happened at a time when my daughter was away on holiday or summer holidays in Jamaica. So it was only myself and my new husband in my new job. I felt very ill, extremely ill with uh, female issues which rendered me unable to work. I had to be in bed and I was awaiting an operation which was supposedly going to be in a year's time. And so the prognosis was not good. I would have to be struggling. And, you know, they take a, took a commercial uh, decision, the law firm, and they said they could not wait that long. And, of course, I was not entitled to any of the benefits. So I lost my job. And upon losing my job, my husband also disappeared. Now, that husband uh, disappeared for <laughs> almost um, uh, six years, really. And I managed to get my divorce after five years. But that's not the real story. But I figured you'd probably want to hear what happened there. So he disappeared. So I was left in a city which I did not know amongst people I did not know jobless and in bed I had two choices I was either going to pull on some of the strategies that I've just shared with you here or I was going to give up well that was not an option giving up because I had my adult sons still in Bradford who were expecting their mother to be well and doing well in uh, Wales and I had my daughter on holidays who was expected to come back to see some kind of normality of life as she, as she left it so what did, what did I do? I took as much medication as I could possibly take and I set about trying to get low compositions. And the low composition I could get was in Swindon. Now, for those of you who do not know, in Penarth Marina, where I lived at the time, 
Swindon was two hours or more a journey with at least three different modes of transportation that I would need to take. And because I was new to the area, I was not confident to drive, despite the fact that I did have my car. So I had to rely on public transportation. No. What did I do? I did it. I absolutely did it. And I, and there were times that I got lost coming back. I remember sitting, crying in Dinner's Powys because I had uh, gone past my uh, stop. And I, to me, Dinner's Powys was some strange place the uh, station looked so deserted I thought I could have been attacked no I know as Powys it was a safe place to be really but when you don't know where you are you have to imagine as in a strange city uh, with people I didn't know and getting around by myself knowing that I was not well but I did it and the people at the the place that I had the local position in they didn't have any idea of what what my struggles were I did so well that they actually offered me a a full position and offered me almost 50,000 pounds per annum to move to Swindon to take a role with a promise of actually taking over for the person who was in charge at the time what a fantastic idea an opportunity it was but it was not my opportunity but that's for another story I could not uproot my daughter again. I just uprooted her from Bradford uh, to Wales. I was not about to take her to Swindon. And just when I thought, what can I do? What can I do? The opportunity came and I got offered an interview at New Law Solicitors in Cardiff Bay, which is just a hop and a, a, across from Penarth Marina as head of property. And that is how I ended up being in that role which propelled me and catapulted me to great horizons and great positions in and around Cardiff. Now I have told my story about moving from uh, Bradford to Wales several times but what I've always left out is that little bit those few months between when I got that role at one law firm fell ill lost my job and had to find my way to that role at New Law Solicitors. So now guys, do you think that I'm qualified to tell you about harnessing your inner strength? Yes, I think I am. So folks, all I can say is don't you ever dare giving up because you do not want to give up within two feet of gold. That's all I've got to share with you. And until next time, my friends, walk good in your truth. Bye-bye.